good morning. We're holding page 244 on Sif um, Tezvav, uh, page 244, that's um, 15th parak. So last uh, year, uh, yesterday, we were learning the how, um, what is the energy and what is the power of the first first uh, parsha in Kriyachma. What's the power of it? We had from the Zohar explained, further explained by the Arizal and um, fleshed out and developed in the Mimer and the Chassidus explaining the idea that the parsha of Vahavta, the first parsha of the Shema, is a combination of chesed and gevura. The vessel, the container is chesed, and the or and the energy is gevura. And the parsha is vahoyam shemoya, is the opposite. The vessel, the second parsha of the Shema, the vessel is one of kindness, and the, and the, and the energy and the, is, is gevura. Like he explains, the name, the shemot, the names of Hashem that are related to the the, the shemot, the names of Hashem that are related to the um, to these two to these two parshias are the name the name of Hashem is the name of seventy the name of Vahoyim uh, Shemaya seventy two and the name of Vahavta uh, is forty two. And 42 is a name of Gevura, and 72 is a name of Chesed. So 72, the name is Vahoyam Shemaya. 42, the name is Vahavta. So he explains that, um, yesterday we explained the Pasha of Vahavta. The whole idea that the whole davening, the entire davening, all of prayer, tefillah, evolves around two movements. One of them is the movement of Ratzai, Ratzai means racing up towards Hashem, racing and yearning and reaching for, for divinity, where the creation is rising, picking itself up to rise, to connect to the Creator. And then Shuv means returning back into the creation, imbued with a new sense of mission and a new sense of involvement, and also directing the light of Hashem back into the world. That's the whole davening. Davening is set up in, in, the, in these two movements of racing, like the malachim. The angels are always in a state of ratzai. They're racing upward. The shuv, they're returning. Racing and returning. Racing and returning. In other words, because they recognize their source, that they don't have life on their own, and they recognize also how they are so meaningless, so nothing in comparison to the source, so they want to break out of who they are and their realm and melt into the source. But on the other hand, there is a purpose to creation, and the source wants them to exist. So they cannot, they cannot um, have it, they cannot f realize their dream and their desire to just pop and become part of the source, because then Hashem's, Hashem's will is not going to be fulfilled. So they're compelled and forced to go back into being who they are. Similar to that, the Jew, when he's davening, has to be in those two modes. Good morning. It has to be in those two modes of chesed and gevura, ratzay and shuv. So we explain how the Shema Yisrael is ratzay, 
No, the word Shema is Ratzai, raising up sparks. Shema Lekeinu Hashem Echad, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Aliyah Vod, is descending light. As the light is descending, returning back from, from up. And now he's explaining how the, the two parshiyas, Vahavta Vahayim Shemaya, is also ascending and descending. So in, in, in Vahavta, we learned in yesterday's class that the vessel is chesed because the general experience is an experience of love. But what kind of love do we experience in Vahavta? A love that is compelling a person to break out of his vessel. A love of fire, not a love of water. A love of water, see, water is medabic. Water, when you take water, you put it into uh, uh, onto anything, it causes a debuk of connection between things. Like you make dough, little particles of flour, or you make mud. So it causes a debuk. But a debuk that doesn't cancel, meaning one piece of flour remains in existence when it touches the other piece of flour and becomes a piece of dough. It's not canceling one's existence. But then there is fire. Fire is also, fire, the, the nature of fire is the opposite. It separates things. But um, fire, the, the idea of a love like fire is when, when a person, an expression of love where one wants to completely abandon who they are and what they are, completely lose themselves. That's why if we look at a fire, a flame is always flickering. The flame wants to break free from what is holding it down to be a flame. And to, re and to become united with something bigger than itself. So fly fire represents passionate love, feverish love. And when we're dealing with, in, in order for a person to be able to draw Hashem down, the infinite down, you can't draw him into the world just through being close to him, the love of water. Because as long as you're retaining your mitziyot, your existence, and you're drawing close to Hashem, you're making yourself close to Hashem, the very, the very limitations of your existence are not allowing you a true connection because you're retaining, I'm still being me. The only way to do it is to, to shed, to shed the limitations of self, to shed the limitations of me to become one with, to become one with, with the Ein Sof. And that's why love, love like silver, silver is like watery love, kesef, longing, regular longing, or love like water won't work. You need to have love like fire, a love that comes from Gevura, because the, uh, the energy of Gevura is that it wants to go away from the vessel. Gevura, Chesed settles in the vessel, and Gevura goes out of the vessel. So even though we're talking about a, a, an experience of love, which love is Chesed, yet what type of Chesed is it? It's a, it's a Chesed of, of Gevura. It's an intense Chesed. And that is the reason why the first parsha is the keli is chesed and the oir is gevura. And it represents the ratzai, the desire to break free from the constraints of the world. The neshama is so, is so, is so excited. And b'chol ma'odecha, it wants to just go beyond. B'chol levavcha, your heart, b'chol nafshecha, all your soul, b'chol ma'odecha, beyond vessel. It wants to explode beyond its vessels and that's how it stimulates the light. Ach, now we're holding Tezvav. Achinexiv, the Pasuk says, Loilesayu bara'a, Hashem did not create the world for chaos. Loilesayu, not for chaos. Anisht, fapustkate. Lesheves, the bara'a that Hashem created, Lesheves Yetzara. Hashem created the world that it should be settled. 
which means, what, what does it mean? Of course, uh, you need to be a, you need to be a, uh, you know, the Pasuk has to tell us that God doesn't want chaos. And he wants a, he wants a, that Hashem wants a civilized world. Of course Hashem wants a civilized world. And, uh, what is the idea, but there's a deeper meaning over here. L'soyu means, what was, what, was, what was the characteristics of Olam HaToyu? What, what, was, what made up Olam HaToyu? What made up Olam HaToyu was that there was energies that could not, the vessels could not hold. Right? That's the world of Toyu. It was very intense light, and the intense light did not settle in the vessels. So Hashem is saying, L'Toyu is also avoid this Hashem. We're not talking about Stam, you know, Viltkeit, Stam craziness. You know, God doesn't want just the world to be a wild party. Of course, that's not what he means. Loyal Toyu means that the main avoida that Hashem is interested in is not Yitzia, that a person goes out of his kalim. The avoida is not to go out of the vessels. Even though part of the avoida is to go out of your vessels, but the intention, the ultimate intention is not to escape the vessels. You might say that the main avoida is that someone should cleave to God with tremendous eslavos with dveikus, with eslavos, with fire, with what? But if, they're, if because of that, they're not, they're not involved in life, they're not involved in illuminating their body, their surrounding, their community, because all they want is just to float in heaven, that's called chaotic. Because they're not settling, they're not settling in the vessels, they're escaping the vessels. That's what he's saying, loy l'soyu Hashem did not create the world for it to be in a state of toyu, l'sheves, to settle it in vessels. Which means the main Indian is not the Ratzai, the main Indian is the Shuv to return in the vessels. But for most people, the opposite problem. They're sitting in the vessels, they're so comfortable in the vessels that they doesn't even attend to them that they should ever go out of the vessels and bring new light, bring energy. So they remain stuck in the vessel, and that's called a prison. Being stuck in the vessel and not ever going out of it is being stuck in a prison and not being related to Hashem. So of course there has to be continuously the friction of the want to go out of the vessel and then the return to the vessel. Where is this hinted to? That a human being has to be in a continuous friction. It says, So Alter Rebbe explains, what does it mean, against your will, you're alive? You're alive means against your will, you have, you're alive in life. You descend in vessels. And then against your will, once you're comfortable in the vessels, against your will, you have to die. Die doesn't mean dying at the end of your life. Dying means a daily death, it's not death, it's the ultimate life. A, day, a daily breaking out of the vessels of the containers of your body, in which your neshama just wants to leave the body, because it wants to reach the insult. And then when you're almost there, and your neshama is almost departing, you force yourself back. You, reverse your, you force yourself back into the vessel, bringing new air, bringing new chayas, bringing new energy into your own world, into your body, and into the world around it. That's it. So, loy l'soyu not for chaos Hashem created it, l'shevas yitzara, for settling it. Da'aynu lahamshech oirois b'kelem. The main Indian is to draw down oirois, vessels, in kelem. Da'aynu inyan pidish v'hoyim shemoya. That's the, I'm sorry, parashas v'hoyim shemoya. That's the Indian of Asher v'hoyim shemoya. Shasham loy niska. How do you know that Parsha's Vahoyim Shemoya is, is the, the idea of the Parsha? Is lights, is the oil in the vessel, not the oil outside of the vessel. Simple. Over there it doesn't say, Bechol Ma'oitcha. It says, Bechol Levavcha. Love God with all your heart. Well, all your heart means the heart is a container. You're loving Hashem, you're filling your heart, but you're filling your heart with love. Bechol Nafshecha with all your soul. It's still, it's still contained in a vessel. 
means with all your much, more than what you have. That means outside of your vessel. So means keeping it still contained, not outside a container. And quite on the contrary, what does it really mean? Bechol nafshecha is not only, you know, you're, you're, you're in a state of love where you're close to explosion. No, bechol nafshecha means the exact opposite. Bechol nafshecha means with every expression of your nefesh. What does it mean with all your soul? Bechol, it's a lashon riboy, many, as, as if you have many, many nefeshes. Bechol with all, with all of your nefesh. And the idea is with all of your, of, of your nefesh means that every expression, see our nefesh has, there is the, there, there is the nefesh itself, which is the seichel and the midas, we learned in Tanya, that the intellect and the midas, that's the main nefesh. And then there are tiny tidbits of soul that express themselves in thought, speech, and action. Whenever a person does a, a, has a thought, there is a little piece of his neshama, of a person's interest, of a person's self that is spilling into that thought, okay, that is animating this thought. You can't have a thought without a piece of yourself in it. You can't have speech, a conversation, without something of yourself put into, that, into those words. And you can't have an action that is, where there is no, where it's devoid of self. Some, some, there has to be an input of self in it. And the amazing thing is that it says a very frightening thing, a good thing and <laughs> is that, that there is no such a thing as a machshava dibra ma'isa that disappear. Every action, every conversation, every word, every thought exists for all eternity for a very simple reason because since the soul is eternal and since there is an investment of your nefesh in every thought and every speech so since the soul lives on forever the thoughts live on forever and that is the reason why um, uh, it's so important to say before you go to sleep so you can undo the thoughts that are negative and all the all actions of this and take the energy out of the words of the vessels because those containers are not good containers you want to the energy is eternal the vessel doesn't have to be eternal you can extract it but it says if a person doesn't do that that when he leaves this world all of his thoughts speech and action will continuously cling to him and go along with him and every it's like having a nightmare where the thoughts don't leave you when you're having these frightening these thoughts coming through your brain so imagine if a person is, is continuously has flashes of thoughts of all the thoughts of their life it's like leaving this world with a trail of of, of, uh, of um, you know, one of the problems they had when they, when they, when they, when they were thinking of making a, a, a mission to space, they, to, 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 to star, they wanted to reach the stars. They said that, you know, how are we going to go? So they figured maybe they'll have, they'll put people on and the people will pop, the problem is it will take longer than a lifetime to get there. So the thing was, you're going to populate the, you're going to have, they send a, a man and a woman, they're going to have children and they're going to have children and children and children. You're going to have a whole community growing up so one of the problems they were thinking, every kind of problem they can have, they said, what are they going to do with the garbage? And so the idea was, we need to have so much garbage, what are they going to do? How are they going to get rid of it? So they said, maybe they should just throw it out of the spaceship. The problem is that the garbage is going to, the spaceship is going to create its own gravity. And the garbage is going to gravitate to the spaceship. And then all the garbage they throw out, is going to be this long trail of garbage. Imagine for a couple of hundred years, all this garbage following the spaceship, wherever they go, they're going to be bringing the garbage to the star, or whatever it is, it's going to be coming along. So I was just thinking that Marshall, because when the Neshama leaves this world, it has a trick of all the thought, speech, and action that it spit out. It, it gravitates to the soul. It doesn't go away. It's still there. Wherever the Neshama goes, it goes along with all this uh, Meshagas. But anyway, that's called Bechol Nafshecha. Bechol Nafshecha means that every thought, speech, and action you should fill with the, with the love of Hashem. How do you fill every thought, speech, and action with love of Hashem? It means every thought has godly content. 
Every speech, every conversation has something of a lakus in it. Every, every, every maisa. That means your, your love of Hashem, your relationship of Hashem is entering into every expression of your nefesh. So, so b'chol nafshecha, in a sense, is the opposite of b'chol ma'oitcha. B'chol ma'oitcha is the divesting oneself, the going ma'idecha. B'chol ma'idecha means I'm getting out, I'm divesting myself from my, from, from my thought, speech, and action, from my body. And my nisham is racing out of everything, out of, out of all thoughts, out of all activity, out of all. It's, it's an inward run. It's a, it's a, right? And b'chol nafshecha, Adarabah is the expression of into thought, into speech, into action, into vessels, into kelim. Because that's v'hayim shemayim. Like b'chol nashecha, shuhu inyan, what's b'chol nashecha? Hamshacha lamata, drawing down below, b'gimel levushe hanefesh, filling the gimel, the machshava dibur ha with godly content, with avaydes Hashem. Machshava dibur ha-maisa, right? Machshava dibur ha-maisa. V'zehu b'chenas ratzay v'shuv. And this idea is Ratzai v'shuv. Ratzai is the racing upward, and the shuv is the return. Kipchenas v'hafta, the first parsha shema v'hafta, mo'idecha, all your ma'od, all your ma'od, shebe shema, hubchenas ratzai. That's the ratzai. Ekama shekasa b'lekutei amarim, shama, like it's stated on lekutei amarim. V'acha kach b'vahoyim shemaya, and afterwards by v'parshu v'hayim shemaya, hubchenas shuv, is the bechina of shuv return, bechinaz bittel. Bahayim Shemaya is a, is a, is a, a shuv. Now here's an interesting thing. Which one comes from bittel to Hashem? There's two movements. One of them is desire in which you want to come close to Hashem. And the other one is returning back into life, in a sense, becoming far from Hashem. Because you're going away from that oneness of Hashem. You're going, you're going away from complete unity and you're returning into your life, into your body, and to be more involved in the world. So we would think, which one comes from a state of bittel, nullification, Tashem? The Ratzai. is is tearing itself out of the vessel. It wants just one thing, only be able to himself. So he says, no. Ratzai is selfish. Because Ratzai, Pshatzai Ratzai, Ratzai means it feels very good to run back to your source. The nature of everything is to gravitate to its source. So the fact that a person is running and racing and is, 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 is for, and wants only Einoid Movade, wants to, that is the greatest pleasure for a tzaddik, for someone who has a true feeling of what the Ein Sof means. So the Neshama, that, that's a delight, that's its own pleasure. Who would not want to melt into God's light and, and, and be in a state of infinite ecstasy and oneness with Hashem? It's, 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 it's an unbelievable experience. The bitter, why would a neshama not, not do that? Why does a neshama not dissolve into Hashem? Because it knows that's not what Hashem wants. So it humbly accepts his task to go away and to go back to its makam and, and to light up the, the place. So that's why he's saying shuv comes from a state of bitter. You're going to listen to me, to what I want. Bitter, it's a bitter to Hashem. Now here, that's amazing. So this is more, comes out. That v'hoyim shemaya is a hamshachas oir bikelim, as opposed to v'hafta is the yetzia, the going out of the oir from the kelim. That's why v'hoyim shemaya is a parsha of chesed, because chesed is, is a down, is a flow into vessels. Gavura is the estalkus, the going away from the vessels. Simply in a relationship, chesed is a kindness where you're giving to the other person, you're sharing of what you have into the containers of the other person, 
And Gevura is um, a, a contraction into self. It means you're not sharing with that person. So you're going away from their containers. You're going away from their vessels. Right? That's simple. So in a parsha zuhu, pchina shem ayin beis. So this parsha is the name of shem ayin beis. The hainu ayin beis tevois. There are seventy-two words, min vahaya, from vahaya, ad v'samtem. Until the word v'samtem, for whatever reason, you don't count further. But until there, from vahaya m'shamaya, until v'samtem is the very ela alavachem. Until the word v'samtem, seventy-two words. So the Arizal says that these are the 72 bridges that there are in Chesed. Chesed is Gematria Ayin Beis. Chesed is Ayin Beis. Because the flow of Chesed is related to the shame Ayin Beis. Okay? Because uh, Ayin Beis is a downward flow. Um, but there are 72 bridges in Chesed. So what does that mean? And that means that the 72 bridges that there are in Chesed, that exactly is the shame Ayin Beis, even though it relates to Chesed, but it's the, it's the energy of Chesed in the Kalim of Gevura. The vessels of Gevura. Why? The name, which is the light, who Chesed is kindness. But the vessel, who Gevura is Gevura. And that's why it says in this parsha, when you're reading the keli, which is what you're seeing in the Torah, that you're seeing the Torah is the vessel, you don't see the energy. Because the energy is hidden. The Arizal tells you what the energy is. He tells you that you're going to count the letters, you're going to see the name of 472. But what you're reading in the parsha, you don't see the energy. What you see is the keli. And what does it say in the keli? Something harsh. So till now it's all full of love. Suddenly you're seeing Hashem's anger. An explanation of the matter is, this is so amazing. He says, what is the idea of the bridges? He says, the bridges are the gevura that's in the chesed. What is that? Simply, usually the way we understand a bridge is to cross over water. But he's looking more as a bridge, as like a dam. You place a dam in the water, and the point of the dam is not to stop the water completely. Sometimes you do that. You're stopping the water completely. But sometimes there's a dam just to slow down the river flow. And, what it's, and the way it's made is that it's made like tunnels, one after another after another. It's built in. And what it basically does is that the water has to go through various different uh, um, narrower, narrower pathways. And what it does is, is that it, it slows the water down as opposed to the unbridled, unstoppable water as if the water is gushing down the river with its full ferociousness of force. Now the water is coming down more mitzumtzum as it's coming through the individual bridges. Yeah, it locks. What is it? Yeah. And then it continues. So this is exactly what he's talking about. Something to slow down the water with 70... So, there are, so what is that? It shouldn't come down with a very, very intense... Shetev with a with a, with a gush, kedarkon as the water would generally go. So the bridge is going to cause an ikuv. Hanetzkel as mentioned earlier, it should be drawn through a tzimtzum through a contraction. There is chalkus and a division. It's going through this cheder so the dera cheder and then it's going through this cheder this 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 uh, so 
the same as also above Inyan Ayin So what is Ayin Beis again? We said earlier, this is the already the flow of Hashem's light into the world. The problem is if Hashem's light that's coming from the Ein Sof, if it's going to come down as is, it's going to swamp the creation. It's going to destroy it. The, 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 the creation is, 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 is gvul, is limited. So in Yenayim Beis Gesharim, the idea of the 72 uh, or bridges, Uvchines Tzim Tzumim, these are the contractions, B'mei HaChesed HaElyon, in the supernal waters of kindness as they're flowing down, they should not be drawn down below as they are above. Because if they would be drawn down, it would not allow for a limited creation to be created. As they are created now, meaning as the world is created now from divine energy. Today, the way it's created from divine energy is Hashem created a finite world where everything is limited. And that's Hashem's desire. On the first day of the six days of creation, that the supernal chesed was shining. Sunday is a day of chesed. And water and light were created. Even though water and light were both, they're both kind creations. Nevertheless, there are two separate things. There is water and there is light. Now, the reason there is able to be a, distingu- a distinguishability between two types of chesed, that there is water and there is light, both of them are Sunday creations, but one is water and one is light, is because the oil is coming through gesharim. It's coming through, through different pathways. And here it's creating light, and here it's creating water. Because if it would just be pure energy, without any distinctions, it would just be an infinite display of kindness without any, without any design. And this happens, on the top of page Kufchav Gimel, that the waters of kindness were drawn through the 72 bridges. They are the contraction. And it should be many different hamshachis, many different drawings down. That it should come down in a measured way and in a limited way. That it should create a, a, a limited creation. The nimtza comes out. That the bridges they're like a filter. To filter the light and the, and the, and the flow. So it's really, what is it doing? It's holding back. The Indian of the of the of the Gesharim, it's 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 a gavura, it's it's a withholding, but the intention is not holding back. The intention the intention is so that it should be received. It should be it should be the makabel should have a just like in a pitcher. You have the pitcher, but the pitcher you wouldn't be able to pour into a cup because it's just two would be two of this. So you have to create a little faucet, a little a little funnel. So the funnel is a tzimtzum, it's a contraction. It makes it flow only a little bit, but, but it's really a chesed to get tzimtzum. The intention is not not to give. The intention is yet to give, and to give in a manner that it's going to be received well. Right, that's the thing. Um, it should be able to be the creation, coming into being of the creation. And this is the idea of oir ha-chesed bekli ha the light of Chesed as it's coming down in the Keli of Gevur. Now we understand why Vahoyim Shemoya is the name 72. Because it's a name, it, it, I'm sorry, Vahoyim Shemoya is, it's, a, uh, it's the energy of Chesed. 
but the 72 elements of it is the is the tzimtzum of it. the and the and the intention nishlam it is completed the nigmar and comes to its it is fulfilled the nigmar and come to its completion to come to to action mamish for it to be realized is dafka through the midas agvura dafka to contract the light and the energy and that is why the name of seventy two of chesed has uh, two hundred and sixteen oisios shuhu begamatri gavura amazing thing you see tashkacha pratis adiyebister makes tashkacha pratis unbelievable we're learning this today this little piece of chesedus which we could have been holding by any part of this marmor we're holding mamash over here why because in today's chumash I have to show you something really amazing. I'm almost 100% sure it's today's Chumash. Okay. And it's Yoim Shani from Shani Tashlishi. Ah. See, I'm going to tell this before it happens. It's in tomorrow's Chumash. All right, we're going to continue tomorrow. <laughs> okay, but let me just tell you what it is. There are three Pesukim. There are three Pesukim in tomorrow's Chumash by Kriyas Yamsuf in which they follow three psukim where one Pasuk follows the other. They are Vayisa, Vayavoy, and Vayet. Three psukim. Each one of these psukim have 72 oisiyos. The Balaturim brings it, Rabbeinu Bachai, and they say that the Shem Ayin Beis of Hashem is hinted to in these three psukim. And the way it works is that the, the name is made out, is made up from one letter of the first Pasuk, the first letter of the first Pasuk, the last letter from the second Pasuk and the first letter of basically the name is made up the name of Hashem of 72 letters is really 72 words lined up one beneath the other 72 words each word of three OCIs three letters so you have three times 72 as the letters and the way it is like this you take the I'm just going to do briefly you take the Vav from the first Pasuk Vayisa that's the first that's the first word the Vav you take the last word from the second Pasuk, from the Pasuk Vayavai, the last letter, Hey, and then the first letter from the next Pasuk, from Vayet, that's your first three Oisios. Then you go to the next one, the first letter, the second to the, I'm sorry, the, the, the second letter, second to the last letter from the second letter, from the second Pasuk, and the first from, and you line them up one after another like that. The second Pasuk goes backwards, you read it backwards, the first and the last you read frontwards. You line them up like that, you have the shame ayin beis. If you count all the letters that there are, three times 72, three times 72 is 216. 216 is the exact gematria of Gevura. So here's a little strange. Ayin beis is gematria chesed. It's the name of chesed. It's the energy of chesed. How is it that the, the oisiyos that make up the name is exactly Gevura? It's 216 letters, which is Gevura. And the answer is, in order for chesed to get somewhere, the chesed has to have gevuris in it because if it doesn't have gevuris, it would, it would, it would, it would destroy the creation. So the chesed is the energy of chesed, the kli ha gevura. Bez Hashem, tomorrow we continue.